Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And breaking news right now, well, actually, it was about 30 minutes ago, the Hall of Presidents is now closed for refurbishment. We are shocked. Wow. Shocked, I tell you. But it is breaking news. <laughs> it is. We just saw it on the Twitter sphere, literally like 15 seconds. And it's on the Walt Disney World app. <laughs> and it's very appropriate because we got a postcard from Clocky this week of the Hall of Presidents with uh, Abraham Lincoln speaking, I believe. And uh, we were we were speculating, like, there's going to be um, an update to the Hall uh-huh. of Presidents. And uh, it was kind of interesting to watch the Twitter sphere explode over the last two weeks because, yes, there's the assumption that there's a new Hall of Presidents coming. But there was also this rumor going around, and who knows, maybe someday it'll come true, I don't know, that the Muppets would be taking over the Hall of Presidents. Yes. Uh, because the Muppets obviously said they were going to have a big announcement, which they did, and we will talk about that. But um, first, we're going to talk about Hall of Presidents. And if you would like to talk with us throughout this show, what should they do, Katie? Go to geekscorner.live, and on there, the video will be there, and you can go in the chat box, and you can say, do, 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 and you can tell us your opinions. Or if Do they have to make the noises they're do, typing? Do, 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 do. Yeah, that um, you don't have to because we can't hear it, but it is preferred. Um, you can also go to Twitter and use the hashtag Geeks Corner. Say hi to Roger while you're there. He will love it. That is absolutely true. And uh, so popping back into Boop. Hall of Presidents, if they were to put the Muppets in the Hall of Presidents, how would you envision that working? Hamilton. I'm listening. The Muppets do Hamilton. Abridged. But that's like, <laughs> what, three presidents? That's fine. Four. And then there's of. a there's an epilogue and it says, oh, there's also other presidents. Okay. <laughs> there was other ones too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, something. Um huh. Okay. Uh Bailey says, listen, replace the Hall of Presidents with the great moments in American history mm-hmm. uh performed by the Muppets. That was a brilliant show. I would like to see that return, even updated. I don't care. I was gonna say, I'd like to see more of it. Like yes. instead of just two shows, I'd like to see multiple. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be that would be very fun, and I think you could do different eras of history also. That'd be fun. Um, like uh, off the top of my head, I think you could do something um, kind of fun with probably Theodore Roosevelt. Like there's my first something thought was there. Nixon. <laughs> that that would be funny, and maybe I don't know. Funny. Um, that could be a problem. I think JFK. You could probably I mean, do something contemporaries with contemporaries right there. <laughs> true um Um, jfk though i feel like he'd be really good like his his inauguration speech like i feel like they could have fun with um abe lincoln i think you could probably do something with uh maybe with the younger abe lincoln leading up to his presidency Mm -hmm. and not you know the wright brothers there you go bailey's on a roll tonight um put the wright brothers in as uh with gonzo and another character I like that. Um, I feel like Rizzo would actually be really funny. Can I go for that? Um, they have a good. Hello. It's I, a play. I am curious if we're going to see Rizzo again, to be completely honest. Like, don't say that. Just because of the. I haven't seen him in a while. I don't know. Like, Hello. It'll be Welcome interesting to, to see. Welcome to my park. Um, but no, seriously, like, what would you do with the Muppets in there? Um, I feel like it would be the best place to do an. Um, elongated form of great moments in Muppet history or great moments in American history with the Muppets, whatever it's called. Um, so would they just kind of go through because would, I, I don't want it to take away from the historical aspect. You know what I think they should do. What should they do? 
they should do an abbreviated history lesson of all of the American presidents. Oh and instead, instead of them, and obviously they're going to do highlights of American history mm-hmm. and talk about that. And basically everything you hear is at Angela Bassett right now. That's the I narrator. So. All of that stuff you would have Kermit do very nobly, or maybe even Sam Eagle. Sam Eagle. Maybe Sam and, and Kermit or something. Be very nice. And then they'd be like, and now we're going to introduce you to all of the presidents of the United States, which would lead up to Abe Lincoln's, like Abe Lincoln uh-huh. would still do a speech, but they would have a song that's like a, a Muppet song song and dance song that that's kind of like the Animaniacs, um, the states. I, okay, and, I was going to say the same thing. And so then they could work their way through the presidents, and then when they get to the Abe Lincoln presidency, mm-hmm. they take a break, Abe Lincoln does his speech, and then they go hit it and they go back into the rest of the song and they go, and now you're stuck with this guy. And, and it'd probably be Rizzo that said it. Yeah. Like, he'd be like, and now you're stuck with this guy and whoever's the current president, because then you don't actually have to change anything. Uh-huh. The rest of it would do their little speech. And um, I love that you and I share a brand. And then both thought about the anime. And then next. in this case, like Biden would be like, thanks Kermit. And, Oh, I want Biden to say thanks, Kermit. I feel like he would. Oh, he would. Yeah. Oh, he totally and then, would. And then you'd have like, um, and then you'd have Gonzo show up with ice cream. Yeah. They and like then it, it would be fantastic. <laughs> as long as Biden's animatronic has an ice cream cone from Gibson Girl, and he says no malarkey. That's it. That's all we need. I feel like Biden just needs to go to Walt Disney World now. Yeah. Um, but I no, I, I think they could have some real fun with that if they were to go that direction. I kind of doubt they will. Yeah, but, they won't. Um, I would. I would be. I would be pleasantly shocked if they went that direction. That's what I would. That's what I'm going to say. Um, I do want it to keep its historical aspect, though. Like, well, it would. It'd be very historical. <laughs> I know. With the Muppets. Yeah. Muppets are very good at sharing history and learning things. And they're good at helping kids learn numbers and letters and concepts in life. Now I'm just imagining Sesame Street Muppets showing up, even though Disney does not own Sesame Street Muppets. but you know. Um, Be very funny. Just have Big Bird show up. Big Bird shows up. The Count shows up. Mm -hmm. One U.S. president. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, that that could be that could be a problem. All right, should we move on into the news? Sure, I guess. All right, the week in geek. We're here. I forgot to do the graphic, but I think, I think you'll you'll. Forget. That's the sound of the graphic. We need to have like a moving graphic and a cool graphic that says the week in geek instead of just a picture. Um, yes, Rolf should talk about the first dogs. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but what also is great is the Muppet Show, and I brought my record because you can see it easier. But the Muppet Show is coming to Disney Plus in February, like in three and a half weeks or something like that. It's going to be fantastic. And we learned today that um, February 19th, all five seasons of the Muppet Show will be arriving on all Disney five. Plus. So if Johnny Five were here right now, that would be the reason I would have asked, five. hey, Johnny Five, why are, why are you Johnny Five tonight? And he'd have been like, because all five, five episodes of seasons. the Muppets show, or seasons, yes, um, which I'm very excited about, but I have three, and I want five. <laughs> like, I, I, since they've got the rights now to put this on Disney+, Plus, I hope this leads to season four and season five. That'd be good. Like, because I feel like Gonzo needs a 
a box. Yeah, and Gonzo. I don't know who would I don't know who five actually would be. Dr. Teeth? Maybe. Um, he wasn't in every episode of Rolf. Maybe. Another Jim Henson character. It, it, it will be it'll be very interesting. But um, so these came out, I want to say, 10, 15 years ago. Um, Clocky probably would remember better than me. Yeah. Gonzo and Rolf. There we go. Um, but these came out and I was collecting religiously each one with the hopes that there would be five someday. And um, I don't know that I have seen all of the episodes of season four and season five since I was probably a kid and they were on TV, I feel like, but I don't remember them enough to be like, oh yeah, that one's missing and that one's missing. So um, I'm very intrigued by this. Uh, you've never seen any of the Muppet show. Mm-mm. Which Ever. you are in for a treat. We were, um, before the show tonight, um, I have the the Muppet show cast album in digital form, not just here on LP because you have to collect as much as you possibly can. And, uh, and so Katie was getting the unique experience of hearing some of the out of context Muppet songs, uh, from the show. And yeah, they did have those. I have a few of those over there too. I just didn't bring them out. Um, they had some random DVDs with three episodes and those were actually disappointing though, because, um, I feel like some of the episodes had already been released and some were unique. Um, I also had the unique opportunity. So Mr. Dabs is saying that I had the unique opportunity to hear Muppet songs out of context. Yes, that is true. Yep. I also have the unique opportunity to listen to Mr. Dabs at the start of every song. Go, oh, that's a good one. Oh, there's a good one. Oh, there's a good one. Spoiler alert. Every single one was a good one. Yeah. I loved it. It yeah, just, it great. made me laugh that every time. Oh, that's like, a good one. Good grief. The comedian's a bear. <laughs> good grief. Like, the comedian's that a bear. one's a fantastic one. Like there's, there's a lot of good stuff on that album. Um, but it's it's going to be really cool. I'm hoping they have bonus features. Um, I I think that could be really cool too. And I'd like that a lot. Yes. And um, but I'm really looking forward to being able to see season four and season five and um, really like I don't know get to know them as well as I know the first three seasons. Um, and I'm excited to watch them at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will be curious to see if it's one of those things that you start binge watching. Um, because I do remember actually, this was, I don't know, not early on in DAPS, but it was fairly early ish in DAPS. And, um, I do remember, yeah, so that was pretty far back. Um, so it was 10 years ago. And I do remember I would just put one of the DVDs in and I'd be writing stuff and just watching it as it went on. And I would just go through episode after episode after episode. Not the way you said 2010. And I was like, oh, so that was like last year. Like I saw I saw it 2010 and I was like, that was so recent. Uh, Yeah. 10 years. And I went. (gasps) Yeah. These are old. That's crazy. Um, But they're cool, too, because these each of them are like. They're 3D. They look very nice. And they have, like, I don't know, like, you, they're fuzzy. I do think, oh, they are fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that I will probably watch them, like, give them a good, honest watch, and then I'll probably have them on in the background. Um, because I like having Muppet content on the background because it's happy. Well, and it's, there's some, like, iconic episodes that you're just going to watch and you'll be engrossed each time. And, um like Steve Martin's popping into my head and like there's, there's a few of them that are really good. And there's some things that are just absolutely ridiculous. And, um, 
I'm totally spacing his name right now. The the guy that did the voice for Phantom Manor. Um, scary guy. Scary guy? Who's scary guy? Oops, wrong release dates. Kermit was 2005. That actually feels more correct to me. Um, I don't remember. Anywho. Anyway, I'm looking forward to you seeing him. Uh, there's I, the original pitch reel on this one, too, which I'm is really fun. Looking forward. Vincent Price. Thank you. I'm thank you, Clocky and Robert. Looking forward to it because um, you obviously reference The Muppet Show a lot. Also, one of our very close friends references The Muppets a lot. Um, so I feel like I'll be very clued into the conversations more when I'm around you, too. Um, they want to know if you'll be playing Muppet music at Muppet Bucks. That would be cool. If I was allowed to play Muppet music, I would. Um, Fozzie, see, that feels more right. Two five to 2008. Um, and honestly, I think that my manager, if I started playing Muppet music, I don't think she would question it. No, I think it'd be fine. <laughs> but um, I'll I play do it in question if we'll get two more of these. Like, I would buy them. I don't know that they're going in the way of physical media at the moment. I don't know that they are either. It's very limited, but so, um, but maybe there's. But gonna, I want them. I'd like the idea that somebody is in a boardroom being like, "No, we started the or DVD set." Geeks Corner right now, and they're like, "Wow, people really want these DVD sets." Yeah, they said we started it. It's just two more. Mm-hmm. I'd like that. I, I just feel like you should finish it, and like even a few years ago, you could still find a couple of these in Target. Um, the dancing scenes with the jokes and the one-liners; those are fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so many good, well, and I just love hearing all of these songs that, that were probably fairly popular when they were recorded into Muppet music. Mm -hmm. And I just think about like, what would happen if they did that today? Like, it's just insane. And the closest um, thing we've got is smells like teen spirit, mm -hmm. but that wasn't current when they did it. Right. But I'm saying like, that's the closest thing the Muppets today have done. And it'll be interesting that you said you said Muppets today and I went to Muppets tonight Muppets in my tonight. head. I'm like, is that what's going to come next? That'd be and nice. Roger Miller episode. Good choice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, keep letting us know in the comments, which episodes you're looking forward to. Julie Andrews was fun. Um, yeah. There's a lot of really fun things that you're going to get to see. Uh, Mark Hamill, you will love. It is ridiculous. And I can't believe they let him do that. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. All right. We are going to move along tonight to we're going to just kind of jump all over the place. Okay. And it was announced. This was what we thought the show was going to be about tonight. But we're going to do it much shorter is uh, we we found out this week that uh, these pieces of plastic in our wallets are worth absolutely nothing because they're they're giving us refunds on our annual passes. And so after uh, 26 years, I am no longer an annual pass holder. It's at the Disneyland. I've been alive. Happy birthday. Um, but no, the, the Disneyland annual pass program has ended and uh, lots of people have lots of opinions on this. And Katie, what is yours? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very sad. And I think honestly, to say anything else is a lie. Because um, it, it felt like a gut punch, honestly. It doesn't matter that there's going to be something else it's the ending of the current program and knowing that at this moment in time, there are no Disneyland annual pass holders is a really sad feeling. Um, Cause I've seen a lot of people well, be especially like, as we look at the magnet right in front of us, it says AP Pixar night. And I have that magnet <clears> on my <throat> car. And the fact that they're 
in your past holder. That's good. Um, I just saw a lot of people saying, oh, you know, get over it. She's just an annual pass. But I, I think that that's a little too callous. And I think that it's okay to be sad. And um, and I mean, I was even telling myself, I was like, it's so stupid to be sad. It's, it's Disneyland. It doesn't matter. There's much more important things. Well, I actually think I would but... disagree to an extent because Disneyland is not just Disneyland. It's about um, the the hope and the joy that it brings to the world. And, um, and we're in an era or it's been a year where there hasn't been a lot of hope and joy. Yeah. And, and so I think for a lot of people, it's like, well, at least there's Disneyland at the end of this and, you know, someday we'll be back, which we will. And, but I think that was the physical thing in your wallet or in your pocket or whatever it was of like, Hey, at least I've got this someday I'll be back and it'll be great. And, um, and nothing's ever that simple. And I, I think someday we will get an annual pass type program back. Um, it might even be called an annual pass because like they still have them in most of the other parks. And so it wouldn't surprise me if, if they reused that name. Um, but I, I think it's, it's a hard thing for a lot of people that that's their source of joy and inspiration. And, and now it's, it's, it's still there. It's still available. It's just not going to be the exact same that they were used to. And change is hard. And there's been a ton of change in the last year. And on the flip side of that, Disney, for their credit, this is the time and the way to do it probably because um, if they're at 25% capacity and you have this many people that are all trying to descend on the park, nobody's going to be happy either. Yeah. And so it's almost better to rip the bandaid off before they start reopening and then you know have that phased approach that they have control over as opposed to the system exploding like you know reservations for galaxy's edge when there was that or you know things like that like it could be very difficult and um so it's, it's one of those things where I, I see it and i knew it was coming but it's also a bummer and i see why it's sad um, i think the thing that everybody shouldn't do is uh minimize the impact of that for the guests or the like it's been funny because i've seen people uh minimize guest feelings i've also seen people be like oh well the real issue is cast members and the cast members that are being let off or let go and i think they're both issues and they're all interrelated and they're all bad and it's okay for them all to be bad and i think a lot of the cast members that remain are probably sad that the APs that they know on Sundays or Wednesdays or whatever days it is, they're not going to have that to look forward to either because as, as much as you hear the bad, um, there's a lot of good that I've seen through the years through that program too. And so it's just, it's, it's a sad thing for everybody and, um, but it'll get better. Yeah. Just a matter of when, right. Um, yeah, but no, I, I think it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm going to bet it's it's like a year or so out at least. I'm guessing. Um, I That's think, just crazy. And I think it actually depends on how the conditions around Disneyland goes. Um, happier news at Disneyland, though, is Star Wars Trading Post is moving to the Rainforest Cafe or the former home of the Rainforest Cafe. It's, um, I think it's a good Perfect. building. It's, it's a so very cool. good building. Well, and we for... were playing battlefield 
Battlefront or Battlefront, sorry. And um, we're, we're very bad at it. Battlefront two, and we haven't played in a while. But um, <laughs> but you do have to think of like the temple on Yavin. It totally has that look and that feel yeah. already. And they can just dump stuff in there, and then as things get better, then you could throw in like a cantina or a bar in there, or, you know, whatever. Like that could become a really cool Star Wars hangout. I would like it to be a permanent location. I agree. Uh, I just think it's a perfect Star Wars thing, especially if you bring back the fire and the waterfalls and stuff. I think that'd be so cool. I almost wonder if we're going to see some of the menus from Galaxy's Edge show up there. Like, I don't know if that would be, I mean, the tip yip or whatever it is. And <laughs> they say, get a Ronto wrap. See, it could be that too, but I was thinking it might actually be more of the stuff that's the sit down or like in the, the quick service, yeah. whatever it's uh, called, Docking, Docking Bay, Bay 7. 7. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah, you could have the light side and the dark side right from right across. The Death Star wouldn't last very long. Um, yeah. They have a hard time keeping it together. But uh, <laughs> usually. But no, I think that could be super cool, and um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I wish they'd had that open when we went to get our good Porg friend, um, but, you know, that's okay. Well, I'm also very excited that it means that Wonderground Gallery is going to reopen. Yeah, and I think that's cool, too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great move for downtown. It's Disney a around. win for everybody, that is for sure. Um, another win, I think, for everybody is on Disney Plus this week, and that was WandaVision, where we got our first two episodes. And um, I don't know about you, but it's exactly what I expected it to be. In fact, I would say everything about it was what I expected, even the things that were unexpected. That's fair. I think that's fair. Um I also think the people who are saying that they don't like it right now or that it's boring are very impatient. Because I think it's... And maybe they're taking it at face value. Um, I think it's going to build... Um, I think the payoff is going to be so worth it for WandaVision. Yeah. Because um, they've already dropped in some things that, if you know a thing or two at the MCU, you might notice. If not... Google it. There's no shame in that. <laughs> um, but I think the payoff for this show is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to be. I actually, it's going to be ridiculous and I have a feeling it's going to be heartbreaking. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I kind of have this, this hunch that it's going to start out all happy. And I mean, it's kind of going to be like how television evolved in many respects where, you think of like the Dick Van Dyke show and the Andy mm. Griffith show and all of those those shows from back then. They're always kind of happy and you have your moral at the end of the show. It's like, ah, oh, that was funny. Yeah. And then you move into the 60s where they get color and you have to end every show laughing. And, um, you know, Star Trek being a prime example. But but, you know, you always have that end of the and that went on for a decade or two. And then I feel like it started getting like a little bit darker and dealing with things. And I feel like they can do the exact same things. Yeah. And um, as as things progress with Wanda and the MCU and all of these things. Um, yeah, I think Angela is exactly right, as are you, um, that it's going to be a slow burn that suddenly is just going to blow up in our faces. For sure. And it's going to be so sad. I already know that. Like you there's this eeriness almost. There's seven more episodes. Is yes. that right? There's nine episodes total. So, yeah. Yeah. I can do math. I'm so proud of you. Uh, there's like an eeriness to watching WandaVision where you're like, 
something's not right here. Something's going to, you feel like almost at any moment, mm-hmm. um, something's going to go wrong. And I think that they're going to play into that uneasiness. Uh, I'm so excited. Like, I'm really excited for what's going to happen in this week's episode and then where we're going to be in Do we know weeks. what this week's episode, like, theme from a show standpoint is? Mm-hmm. Like, where it's, like, I feel like you're kind of heading, if I were the producer for this show, it's like, oh, well, now we're going to do the Brady Bunch. Like, it seems like Brady Bunch or Star Trek, you know, like, that era is the next phase yeah. i would think it'd be brady bunch oh that's 70s isn't it but they're going to the 70s oh then yeah because this be. last episode was the 60s oh that's right i just got confused because it was mostly black and white it's okay but it's the style of it was all 60s it very much reminded me of pleasantville yeah like this episode in particular like there were lots of things that i was just kind of like huh so it's very funny which and, there's a connection. Keep and I going. might be talking to myself on this one, and that's fine. I hope that someone there knows what I'm talking about. Um, in the video game Fallout 3, there is uh, there's people that are are living in a simulation, and it's like a it's literally you go into a black and white simulation. It's like this 50s town, everything's super happy. Turns out there's this deep dark secret that you have to unlock to get out of that that is what the show keeps reminding me so you're saying this show actually is pleasantville and here's my logic say it so this show Mm -hmm. pleasantville pleasantville who stars in pleasantville toby mcguire toby mcguire are you doing like six degrees of spider-man who's also been seen (laughs) In the upcoming, like, he's been getting, like, they think he's going to be in the next Spider-Man film. So maybe they're connecting everything. Wow. Maybe. I don't think so, but I like that thought. (laughs) That was good. That would totally mess with you. And then William H. Macy shows up. Um, (laughs) That would be random. Um, Speaking of showing up, Disney has now made it so that you can show up at the home of a penguin. You say, hi, penguin, and the penguin goes, Wah. How was that for a, a, I don't know, transition into? It's great. Um, so what they're doing is Adventures by Disney are now doing a, uh, I think they call it an expedition cruise. Um, but these cruises, some of them are going to be Antarctica, Antarctica. Others are going to the Galapagos Islands. And you can see penguins. You may not have a car anymore because you might have to sell it to go. But... Um, I think I saw somewhere it was like six and a half grand to go per person, which is a lot of money. Um, But I think some of them are like 12 days. Yeah, there are 12 days for the Antarctica one. Um, But you get to go on the ship called the the Ponent, I guess. And we have all this stuff on the site, but it's super cool. And um, I am completely intrigued by this trip. And there's only two of them that are going all the way down there. And then there's, I think, more for uh, the Galapagos Islands. But um, what do you think about, like, this is kind of the high-end specialized cruise um, that's kind of a mix between Disney Cruise and also Adventures by Disney, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think this is a, like, to me, it's really cool where they're going. Like, I'm all about that. Smaller ships, probably a a lot, whatever. But um, do you think we end up seeing at some point Disney cruise line with 
smaller expedition ships that are like three times as much to go on. It's possible, um, depending on how this adventure is by Disney. Because the cruise line originally used other ships. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. Um, I also, I just want to see a penguin, man. I mean, that would be pretty cool. They've got some really awesome looking excursions. A penguin in its home. Yeah. Like not, because you can meet penguins. I just want to take pictures of the penguins. Like, can you imagine? Because you saw the Disney nature film on Mm -hmm. them. And like, that was amazing. And just imagine getting, like, if you had a good lens, which we do, um, you could be pretty far away and get some really awesome penguins in their national natural habitat. And I just think that would be ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Um, I do wonder though, let's say these take off and I'm assuming they're going to fill up pretty quick. Like that's my hunch. Um, I am surprised that not more sites covered it. Yeah. Like it seemed to kind of just go under the radar of like, okay, they're going to South pole basically. Um, But what other places would you like to see one of these kind of expedition cruises? So be specialized and it looks like they're, they're kind of playing up the adventure component of it as opposed to just being a luxury cruise. Hmm. It's a great question. And this might be, um, this might be because I just talked about this. Um, I was just talking to my manager about the islands that have active volcanoes on them Mm -hmm. and you can snowboard through or you can ski or whatever, but you're not going on snow. You're going through volcanic ash because there's volcanoes erupting all the time. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to do that. Uh, She said that it's like literally on her bucket list. It's huh. one of those things she's wanted on wanted to do. My manager's traveled the world, by the mm-hmm. way. She's a wonderful person. But like that's <clears throat> I feel like something that's like that's a real adventure. Like yeah. you want to talk about Well, and I think you could even take like the Alaskan cruises, you could take to a whole new level. You could take um the Hawaiian totally. cruises to a completely different level. Um Japan actually popping in. Oh, that'd my be head. awesome. There's some places that you could go that would be super cool. Um you know, maybe the North Sea, Norway would be super cool, like going the fjords. Yeah. Like places that maybe you wouldn't take the massive ship, but you could take some, like you can get in closer. And there's some cruises that do do that in Alaska. I'd love to see Ireland. Um, yeah, you could do a Star Wars thing even then. And, <laughs> Go to Octu. Um, yeah, but I think that would be super cool. And, and I just think, I actually think in some ways this is more exciting than the cruise lines because I like to go out and do things as opposed to just sit there and like, oh, I'm glad I brought 12 books. Um, but, you know, like sitting around doesn't work well for me. But um, no. but no, that to me is way more intriguing than let's go to Castaway Key. You know, like, I don't know. Castaway Key's cute. Yeah. But it's like, okay, been here an hour. Let's go. Um, the thing about excursions on cruise ships that is that they make me anxious because it's like you only have so much time. It's like, oh. I love them. You better be back. That's true. But I, I love them when they're done right. But speaking of doing things right, we've gone too long tonight. Uh-oh. So we didn't do it right. But Katie, what should they do? You should go to AppsMagic.com. Check out all the Disney and Geek News as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss out on anything. That is true. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Murray continues to upload new videos from his holiday trip to Walt Disney World. We also did a live stream last week that you should go back and watch as we went through a lot of his adventures. And we've got an upcoming live stream, I think later this week, where we are going to go through the different Walt Disney World Resort hotels. 
Fun. I was going to say resorts, and I was like, that doesn't work. Um, but that should be a lot of fun as well. Um, and we will we will have that up. And then also on Sunday night at 7 o'clock, uh, don't miss it, but come on back to Daps Magic and click on the live button and or just go to this YouTube channel. And uh, and we are going to be watching That Darn Cat Woo! for uh, this week's Daps Watch. So join us for that as well. It's going to be a blast. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.